Welcome to this week's Spinfoil Theory. We're about to take a dive into the lore of Destiny the game. Specifically, we'll be giving a high-level scrutiny to popular, emerging, and outlying theories than judging. With that out of the way, let's put on our Spinfoil hats and get a little crazy. Here comes this week's show. And we're going. We're live. We're here. We're here. Hey, welcome to the Spinfoil Theory Podcast. We're your hosts. This is Red Leader Taylor B. And with me is Lady Lucida. How are you doing, Lucy? How's your week? Uh, doing pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, the weather's finally getting nice, like actual springtime instead of that random <laughs> Lousy snow. <smart> <laughs> like there was literally snow a couple weeks ago, and like last week, the week before. I don't remember. Time is time is weird, man. But yeah, no, it's mm-hmm. just been great. It's been great. I made pizza I last night, like from scratch. Ooh. It was very yummy, and by me making it, Kelsey made it, and I helped. I helped. <laughs> Shake and bake? I helped, I helped. That's all <laughs> I meant. And it was really good, it was really good. Like, we both really liked it, it was really fun to kind of try. Because we had, like, always wanted to try making our own pizza, mm-hmm. and we did, and it was great. Nice. A lot, of, a lot of dishes, though, but we'll get better yeah, at that. It do be like that. It do be like that. Like, our one hand, like, we're like, oh... We don't want to just eat, you know, eat out or like eat like McDonald's or whatever sometimes. Mm-hmm. But they're like processed food. But then at the same time, we look at all of the like make it make it your own sort of things. We're like, that's so many dishes and we're lazy. That's a sense. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a constant balance. It's it is. So I just try to try to do the dishes like right after we finish eating. So we don't have to like stare at the pile, small pile of dishes. Uh, just because I, I, I too am lazy, so I'm like, let me just get this done ahead of exactly. time before I never do it. Exactly. That's how I'm like. I'm just like, shoot, I don't think... That's like my big problem is like, once I, like, once I see it enough times, my brain just kind of erases it. Mm. Like, I just like, oh, it's, it's, it's just a part of the sink. It's just a part of the sink now. Yeah. I don't need to clean that. Just gonna work <laughs> around it. Exactly, just work around the dishes. But no, 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 no. I'm getting better at doing that. But yeah, what about you, Taylor? How have you been? Uh, it's been it's been a busy week. Um, for me, I got uh, but like fun wise, I got some cool stuff in here. I got these uh these nifty dice I got from Dice Lab. So I got like these skew dice. I have a mathematically balanced D20. That sounds Which funny. Is pretty cool. Yeah. Well, it's like most most dice have it to where either end. So like for, for in the case of a D20, right? They have it so both ends like exact opposite each other equal mm-hmm. 21. But you still end up with like a lot of like heavy sides. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Because of the pairing that yeah. you might do. So this has it. So every uh, every band equals, I want to say like 53 so it's like mathematically balanced. So you have like the best odds of a rolling initiative. I think you can possibly. I see, I see. You so you're have. cheating. I mean, I don't know if that's, is using math cheating? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> Am I not allowed? Do I have to? I'm sorry, to math, math is banned. <laughs> if we could. No, no, okay. If, we could, if we could take all the math out of this D&D session, I would. <laughs> I think that'd be great if we just took math and oh, just said free. no. Freeform, freeform gaming. I'm here for it. So yeah. Um. So I, I've had that. I've had fun playing with these. Oh, I, I have like a D60 and a D like a D24, so I could do like time oh, wow. of day stuff if I wanted to. Like yeah. And they these have like interesting shapes to like a unique polyhedral or like I've got some skewed D6s, so they look like they're lopsided, but they're not. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. So that one. Those are fun too. I got this. Um. You know me. I'm into uh, I'm into the the hackable device with the retro gaming. So uh, oh, yeah. Lucy's been having fun paying attention to me in in the last like 20 minutes. I'm fucking around with this. Uh, I got a uh, Mayu or Miu Mini. I'm not sure how to uh, pronounce it, but you know they're actually it plays like a bunch of handheld stuff. I think up to like the PS1 Saturn generation of games. Um, but it's really interesting. Like this was coming out as like a kind of competitor to the uh, the analog. That's sort of like game boy uh handheld one they had come out and it doesn't do everything that does like that that'll play any cart 
with the right adapter and i think they can even write uh like like original games for it so very very like like a little little more singular than that but this thing's like a tenth of the price <laughs> of that one and so i saw this i was just like all right all right and it is so tiny but I've been I've been setting it up. I played I played a little bit with the uh, with the original firmware, and then me being who I am, I'm like, okay, let's put custom firmware on there. Expand, enhance, click, 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 click. Yes. And uh, yeah, so that's that's what I've been kind of busying myself with. We were gonna go to a soccer game today, but it looks like it's it's like already started raining, so we're kind of like, nah, not gonna not gonna go sit in the rain to uh, to see the spirit. <laughs> it's our our local. Uh, our local soccer team, but uh, but yeah, so that's that's my ramblings of what's going on. Oh, I finally got the fucking since our last recording, I finally got the goddamn red pointed inquiry. Nice, 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 nice. I am a gumshoe. You are now free. Yes, my watch is ended. I also, uh, I also did my um, I did my uh, dredgen. So I'm a I'm a four times a dredgen. Nice, nice. Yep, yep, yep. Ooh, when's the next? Because I realized, listeners, if you didn't know this, there is a triumph that came out this week at the time of this recording, which I think is like week ten, where if you get the ornament for the shotgun from Zavala, you get an emblem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I need to know when the next time they're spiking up the Vanguard rank is, because I don't think I've like reset it once. What? Like level ten. Yeah, I, yeah. I, just, I just don't do a lot of Vanguard stuff. Dude, dude. Next time it's um. It's double vanguard. Just go do like a shadows. You'll have it done. Or arms dealer. I guess hope that it's like whatever the nightfall is, is an easy one. Mm-hmm. Because it should. Because when uh, I did it, it was arms dealer. And we just went bam, mm. bam, 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 super fast. Okay. I need to see when the next when the next double vanguard is. Because I just, I just want to get up. I like the emblem looks cool, but I'm just like, you really hit it behind Zavala, you bastards. Yes. Because I, I totally went, uh, after I got the dredge and I realized uh, it was double uh, infamy week. And I was just like, all right, well, sigh. I guess I'm going back into Gambit. But it was, I, I enjoy Gambit. It was fine. <laughs> oh, yeah. man. So, yeah, that's, uh, that's a nice little, nice little goings on in, in our lives. Um,. This week, everyone, we're continuing our sort of rounding out our investigation into the Witch Queen and seasonal activities, and we'll be going in and investigating the psyops and sort of like what Savathun really like. What, what what's going on with the psyops? Like what what what's their end game? Because it seems kind of random, right? If if you're not paying too too much attention, like you go in there the first time and it's just like, oh shit, they're are they taking our light and in. It's easy to write that off because, like that, that's what Hive do. Oh, is that a guardian? Let's go take his light. Yeah, a, let's go ass. eat it let's for breakfast. Yeah, I'm just gonna flay it off. I like, I like the thin strip light. <laughs> nice and nice and lean. <laughs> I only eat void light. I'm sorry. I don't. But arc and solar light. No, no, it's crazy. Just... Only void light for me. Sorry. If I could get some soylent light, I feel like I would just. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Two pumps, non mocha, frap light. Now I'm just picturing a freaking <laughs> hive wizard as a Starbucks barista. Yes. <laughs> yes. There's Ooh. just this, there's just a Starbucks inside Savathun's throne world, and it's like it's got to be, it's oh got to be God. a scorn. One because they won't be tempted by by the by the light, but two they have the arms for it. True. Also true. Just twice as, twice as. <laughs> but yeah. So it's that, Rolk, Rolk, It's in front of Rolk's pyramid, the scorn, because they're now part of the witness. They set up a little coffee shop in front of the pyramid. Yeah. yeah you know they're settling down. They've got. <laughs> they found the they new. They got master. some infrastructure. You know now they're now they're building coffee shops. Yeah, totally, totally. You know, it started out with fight clubs and next obvious progression. That was a rough neighborhood. Now we're building coffee shops. Exactly. See, it makes sense. It all makes sense. The property value is going to skyrocket in that pyramid. Just you wait. Just (laughs) Just you wait. Get in now. (laughs) 
So this week we're taking a look at psyops. Uh, getting a little back on topic here. So yeah, um, you go in and it's 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 really it it starts off as sort of uh, almost like a uh, the beginning of your work with the cabal. So it it, it kind of has the same starting point as a uh, Vox Obscura did, if you remember our episode a few back on that, where it's kind of starts mm-hmm. in the middle of the campaign and you go to the tower, you have, you have a cutscene, um, you start working with Kaidel, and in Psyops, what you're doing is sort of like a like a counterintelligence almost, because what you're doing is is you're going in, you are one discovering and investigating yeah. why the hive like the lucent hive especially are capturing these guardians and then two you are capturing them for what ends up being some kind of fucked up purposes which we'll get into here soon uh but to to figure out what's going on and who's behind all this so yeah i i definitely liked it uh when you uh as as you progress through the uh, through the line two, you actually psyops is what gives us a lot of really cool uh insight into the dynamic uh that crow has now that crow regained aldrin's memories um which has been what are your thoughts on that i think it's been really interesting yeah yep poor buddy poor buddy uh I think, yeah, I think it's really great. Or not great, but it's, like, really interesting. Because mm-hmm. now Crow kind of has this moral dilemma. Like, is he Aldrin? Is he Crow? Does mm-hmm. him having Aldrin's memories make him Aldrin again? Or or no? Like, it's a really interesting dilemma. Because, like, us as Guardians, we don't know about our past. And that's on purpose. Like, if you read the Witch Queen ARG lore, which has now been published on Bungie's website... It's very long, but there's one part where um, Ikora is talking about how guardians, how the light forgets, but the darkness remembers. And one of the things she says is dark, or mm-hmm. the light forgets so that you can start over, so to speak. You don't have those tethers, those bonds to the past. You can start over, you can, it doesn't matter. Not that it doesn't matter, but like, your past doesn't define you. That's what you do in the present. While the darkness, like, remembers and is, like, mm-hmm. almost... It's... The darkness is remembering to protect itself. Hmm. And the light is forgetting as, like, an act of mercy. Yeah, I, I agree with it. Uh, the word, the word um, that always so, stuck out to me how I that Ikora used was the light gave you the grace. exact quote. Yes, grace. That was... You kind of, we kind of get a taste of this as an early example that mankind was exposed to before uh, the completion of the collapse in the uh, Europa stories, because uh, Banshee gets brought up mm-hmm. right alongside Clovis Brea. I think Clovis Brea is actually, you yes. know, comes first just because that's a, a quicker process, I guess. Yeah. Um, but when when he wakes up, he immediately rejects himself. Precaution. Yeah. And it's. Uh, yeah, exactly. Like he, it's a very similar process as to like becoming an EXO. It's almost like becoming a guardian. So I feel kind of bad for EXO guardians because they lose their humanity or use the, lose their memories not once but twice. Just want to give those ex- multiple times. Exactly. Depending on how many times they've reset, they could have lost their memories countless, countless, countless times, but at least twice, at least twice, if not. And just, yeah. I just, just give, give your EXO fire team members a hug, man. Just be like, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> Especially if they still have base factory, factory parts. They need, we need, we oh, need no. to get the EXOs, the aftermarket parts. Yeah. They need it. Those who know, know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Not everyone got Elsie's chassis. I'll just put it yep. that way. <laughs> At least the earlier models for Exos didn't. They kind of got run of the mill. But as, I guess, DRE progressed, I guess the understanding of the dissociative exomind syndrome, 
or rejection syndrome. As yeah. that kind of progressed, I guess my assumption is that over time they kind of realized, okay, the exo body needs to be sort of close, like a estimate. But obviously, if you if you have more money, you can you know. Yeah, like it was definitely uh, higher nepotism, nepotism, and yeah. that sort of thing with the exos. But yeah. Yeah, it definitely seemed like not everyone was created fairly or equally with this, with the same amount of resources, for sure. Yeah, for uh, sure. But, uh, you know, one one thing I'll touch upon that, though, the, there's, a, there's an irony there, or I think a missing piece, because that would be the only instance of darkness causing you to forget. True. True. Yeah. <laughs> that would so like interesting did he like accidentally make light is it is it really instead of like a like a flat line is the uh is it more of a bow so you can go so dark that you eventually accidentally like start becoming light again mm, maybe you can definitely go so light that you end up being dark yeah that's true I think we've seen that in a yeah couple, we've definitely a seen that but i think the um the forgetting wasn't necessarily a darkness thing. That was something like a failsafe that Clovis put in the Exos. Hmm. So more like accidental grace. Accidental, yes. Accidental grace, I think, is a good way of putting hmm. it. Clovis accidentally Indeed. became somewhat of a nice person. JK, he's garbage. Hmm. I mean, he is. He's a garbage man. If you could just... <laughs> yes. So what are you, Clovis? Garbage man? Oh, I'm going to do that. Hold on, let me write that down now. Simpsons, Clovis Bray, garbage man mean. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I haven't been... You know, it's funny. The last couple uh, memes we did for the show, Lucy, um, got a nice response to uh, Deej. Uh, Deej's thread where he asks for memes. Well, that's good. To inspire that's good. him. <laughs> Us just sends him shit posts. Oh, yeah. No, I always say, got you. <laughs> got this. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. But, uh, but yeah, I, thought, I thought you'd appreciate that. Okay. Um, so go, going back to it, you... Where were we? We were talking about... The Exos, light and Guardians, the light. Yes. Yeah. So basically... If you haven't played through Witch Queen by now, it's been out for uh, a while, so go play it. It's great. But basically, the ending of the st of the campaign ends with uh, Savathun stealing the Traveler, putting it in her mm -hmm. throne world, capturing it. And then what she was going to do, she was going to cut her throne world off from the rest of the world so that no one else could go in. So she would basically be protecting the Traveler. Seems in like a way. In a way, kind of. In a way. But us, the Guardian, we obviously thwart their little scheme. And the Traveler, boop, pops right back mm -hmm. in the last city. I'm very surprised we didn't hear, like, a cutscene or anything with, like... It would have been cool at the beginning of it there was a cutscene where the Traveler went, boop, and gone. But that would have been kind of creepy, kind of horrifying, just seeing empty... It, I see. See, it would be horrifying unless they had the most adorable sound effect for him to go away, like just <laughs> traveler gone. <laughs> it was like whoop or something, something funny. I, 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 I could see that, but I digress. Um, sorry. No, no, no. It's fine. It's fine. I was just thinking. I lost my train of thought. Um, I do that. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. It's okay. Um. Basically, we obviously stop Savathun, and the Traveler returns back to the last city. Everything's Gucci, great. And we also kill Savathun. But Amaru, Savathun's ghost, he escapes. We, don't, we, didn't, we didn't catch him. We didn't have a net big enough to catch him. He ran away. Mm -hmm. So we're like, dang, that sucks. But we have Savathun's corpse. That's the important part, because, as we know... As long as the physical body is still there, is still alive, a ghost cannot res their guardian. We know that because there is a lore book 
It was the in the ghosts the ghosts lore book. Not Lucent Tales, but like the ghost version of that. I'm blanking uh, on the name. Ghost stories. Yes, thank you. Ghost stories. In ghost stories there was an entry where a ghost's guardian was on the Almighty and got stuck in a Vex trap and he couldn't do anything because his guardian was he couldn't resin because his body was still there. So mm-hmm. using a similar thing, Imaru is kind of SOL right now. He doesn't have his guardian. He's kind of trying to wrangle the loosened hive to do stuff, but that's also where Wellspring comes in. Wellspring is kind of thinking it like a a balance, like those old balances you had in school where you had to like like there was like the little pier the middle little pyramid in the middle. And you had to like balance kinda of like a seesaw, I guess. You're trying to balance the seesaw. The scales. Scales, yes. I couldn't think of the word. My brain is literally empty, guys. <laughs> brain empty. It's like the you old. Got rid old, of all the math. You couldn't remember. Exactly. Once you get rid of all that math, it's, it, there's nothing there. It's just blank. <laughs> but basically, it's like balancing on a scale because you don't want. That's why Wellspring alternates between attack and defend. Because when we're attacking, we're making sure that doesn't the Wellspring doesn't teeter too far towards the light side, because that means the hive will then become light empowered. That's bad. They're already kind of a, annoying. They're not a joke on Grandmasters. You want to see them being like that all the time? No, thank you. No, thank you. So that's why we do attack, so we make it a little bit... We lessen the... I don't say we lessen the light, but we tip the scales into the other direction. But we don't want it to be too dark, because if it's too dark, then the appended and the pyramid can destroy things. And that's bad. We don't want that either. So we need to like have this nice balance. And speaking of balance and the wellspring, there is a lore tab that got recently updated with this past week. And it is the, um, let me find it. It's called the Jasmine. It's the ship from, uh, you ship, you get. Yeah, Star Jasmine. That that lore tab got updated recently because before it accidentally had the wrong lore tab and it was, I think, one of the raid armor pieces. But now it's oh. the yeah, it got changed. It's now it's now it's correct. And so it's a story okay. of Savathun talking to a guardian, and basically the gist from from my understanding. Let me go find this lore tab here. Da, 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 da. Very interesting. Yeah, it, it got changed. Like, it had the wrong lore tab, and everyone was like, oh, this lore tab is now completely, utterly different. That's... Yeah, Star Jasmine. It's basically, it's a recovered, censored law, and it's basically between Umana, Osiris, and Savathun. <sighs> Ooh, okay. Yes. Um... So I guess this was where Savathun was hiding the real Osiris for a little bit. And my guess is this takes place before season 15. Alright. Because it talks she's in her throne world. Mm-hmm. And this has to have probably have taken place directly after Season of the Hunt. Or no, not like directly after Savathun's switcheroo. Because the Guardian, um, Amuna, she didn't know that Osiris didn't have the light anymore. So basically, Savathun kills this Guardian and either uses them to power the Wellspring, like give it that initial charge of light before she did all of the rest of her plan to have the light, or it's something else. I- I'm thinking it's that's what a lot of people... Said, and it seems that Savathun literally tells this guardian her entire plan, because I've been able to read a little part of it where um, Imaru, uh, not Imaru, um, Amuna is like, but with Osiris's light, wait, are you saying Sagira is gone? That he doesn't have? And then basically, this is a like trans, like a transcript of it, mm-hmm. but there's there's chunks where it's like rebooting because this is like. Uh, 
was sensor logs. And then basically what you're, and then, uh, Umana continues saying, what you're saying is true then. Then we're on the same side. And Savathun says, no, child, we work to the same ends. Our roads are quite different. Mm. And then, uh, uh, Umana continues saying, you don't have to do this, you know, please stop. Like, this is, you're going to do bad things. Savathun says, an end must be reached must be reached a journey chosen we are not we are not all of us burdened by the comforting lies of false sacrifice all i require is to relieve you of that burden and then Savathun notices um her ship or whatever is recording so she destroys the ship hmm yeah that is way wilder than what it was originally. Yeah, what it originally <laughs> yeah. was was I think it was a duplicate of like the raid armor pieces. If I look at it, yes, yeah, 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 yeah. If you, if you read it, it's yeah. This is like one of the raid Titan armor pieces. Ooh. It was raw, and oopsies, they fixed it. So it's definitely kind of scary though, because like Savathun. Had this whole plan figured out way before. She's been putting these chess pieces up a long, long, long time. There's the uh, star, star jasmine lore. Taylor oh, that's cool. Yeah, I got updated. Yeah, because basically it was just this one guardian versus Savathun, Osiris, who was like in comatose, like suspended animation sort of thing. And then mm. 81 Hive. Designates unknown, so we don't know if they are lucent hive or not. We don't know. Still very exciting. So, Wellspring was yeah. a part of Savathun's plan, like ultimate plan, was basically using Wellspring to make sure Rolk doesn't escape. That was basically its main purpose: was to lock Rolk in the pyramid. Which I think that might have been why she took Umna's light was to. Kind of give it that like you know, that initial spark, you know. You have to like flat a fire. You got to give it a little spark, and then it, and, mm -hmm. and then the fire's there. I think that's what Umna uh, Umna's light was used for. Was that initial spark for Wellspring? That initial lock on Rolk's pyramid, so that Rolk couldn't escape while Savathun, you know, did her evil plan to get the light. So that's the wellspring part. And then with PsyOps, kind of like how Taylor said, it seems kind of weird, especially with the ending of the campaign. Or Savathun's big plan was to steal the trap. Okay, makes sense. But in PsyOps, we find out by the end of it that they were stealing all of this light and everything else to manifest Savathun's throne world in the real world. But... That doesn't really make a lot of sense, if you think about it. Because Savathun's original plan was steal the Traveler and protect it in her throne world. Why would she go through the effort of then, you know, putting it in basically a pocket dimension where it's safe, to then manifesting it in the real world and now the Traveler's no longer in the pocket dimension but back right where it started? Hmm. Doesn't really make a lot of sense to me. So I personally think that... This PSYOPs stealing light and manifesting the throne world is a contingency plan Savathun left place. Or maybe it's even Amaru's plan. Because as we've seen with the Amaru lore tab in the Lucent Tales that he's planning something. He's definitely planning something. He wants... He's tired of people killing the Hive Ghost. Which... If I was him, I'm, 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 I kind of agree with him. I know Amaru's kind of, you know, a bad guy, but he's got a point. When we're the only people that are like, we're kind of the aggressors in all of this. We went into Savathun's throne world. We crushed Hive ghosts, you know. But on the mm -hmm. flip side, they then <clears throat> retaliated against us in PsyOps and started killing Guardians. So it's like this. Fighting. Everyone's fighting. I just... Then there's me in the corner saying, Hey, why can't we be friends? Please? Like, I will... I will literally pay Bungie 
to give me. I just I just want Lucent Bird stuff. I just I just want to be their friend. <laughs> I just want to be their friend, man. I mean, we saw in the again in the one of the Lucent tales where a hive guardian was starting to question why they were killing hive or why they were why why the hive were killing human ghosts. Like why? He was like, why? He usually like, he looked at the ghost in his hand, as I guess his ghost or some voice was telling him to crush it. And he's like, I no, I can't. And he just let it go. It's like the hive. That's proof that the lucent hive are. They can change. They can be better. I mean, like guardians when they first were rezzed, we weren't all bambi pambi, kumbaya. There was the warlords and then the iron lords, and now eventually, you know. Hundreds of years later, now everything's fine. Yeah. It did take us a minute, though. It did. That's it what did. I'm saying. It takes time to kind of learn what, like, what to do and how to act and that sort of thing. It's like they're babies. They, they're just like babies. They don't know anything. <laughs> just learning their shapes. Mm-hmm. Trying to... <laughs> I can dig Learning it. their colors. You know, you got purple, orange, blue. <laughs> Darker blue. That's something I wonder if... Because the reason the Hive couldn't use stasis was because of their worms. That was why. You had to, Basically because they, they had like a middleman between the darkness. They couldn't use mm-hmm. stasis. Taken can because Taken are direct. Like direct to the source. Scorn can because they're direct to the source. We can because we have that innate... Umbral. We had it in us all along. We had it in us all along. <laughs> so what I'm wondering, can the hive now use stasis eventually? Maybe. Hmm. I'm not sure if it's just an us, like a humanity thing, because, you know, we have this umbral core, or if it's kind of like the light, where oh, the light is in all things. And that's why other, like the elixir, with splicers can use the light. The hive with lucent brood can use the light. Yeah. I wonder if darkness is like that too. I wonder if that's how that's that's gonna how it's gonna be, where how everyone can use light or dark, it's just how you use it. I think that'd be pretty cool. I'd be into it. I think that I might think be where definitely... where we're going mm. after light versus dark saga. But I don't know. Ooh. I don't know anything. That's just my thoughts. I'm just like, hmm, maybe. Because, like, it just, I don't know. I don't know. But, yes. So, personally, I think, I think PsyOps was, like, Imaru's backup plan. Or maybe Savathun's, oh, Savathun has, like, you know Savathun. She's smart, crafty. She probably had contingency plans upon contingency plans upon contingency Mm -hmm. plans. But I do admit it is kind of funny that a by a random stroke of luck that one of the crystal pieces like stabbed her, and she's like, "Oh God, I am dying." Hey, traveler, uh, can you do can you do me a solid, traveler? I'm a I'm a die, and you're gonna res me, right? Right? Okay, cool. Wouldn't it be funny if we came all this way and you just didn't? <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I do Set think it's kind up. of funny. I don't. I do think it's very funny, and I just want to be friends with the Hive. I think it'll, I think maybe, eventually, we could be friends, but I think it would take a long time. Because they've done a lot of bad. A lot of bad. Mm-hmm. But you can't, with the Lucent Hive, I'm assuming they don't get their memories back. Just that Savathun, with her astral projections, basically goes into their mind and kind of tells, or I wouldn't say indoctrinates them, but kinda indoctrinates them mm. and says, this is the way, this is what you do. These guys are bad. We are good. I mean, is that not any different than the speaker? Hmm. <clears throat> I'm just saying, I mean, the speaker... Told us we were good, we were protecting our god, the Traveler, and we need to stop the agents of the darkness. That's literally the same thing Savathun is doing. It's just we're on opposite sides of the coin now. Which is so, like, ugh, it's so, it's so good. I love it. I love it. Which queen is so good? I love this. Mm-hmm. I love this game. Yeah, I can dig it. I can dig it. Yeah, it's, it's, a, <clears throat> it's definitely an interesting... 
an interesting line to uh to kind of like think about yeah uh, tread yeah because the one thing that's bothering me is you still end up in the situation where the traveler is no longer speaking for itself again kind of yeah like and I, that's like you specifically said <laughs> yeah no 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 i definitely i hope the traveler will speak at some point again soon like that'd be pretty cool if the traveler was like yo sorry about that i was taking a nap i had to i was taking a nap what i miss oh yeah i mean that actually you're wrong the traveler has spoken since it spoke to Rolk in the uh, Lord tab for the raid ghost, Imperator's well, son. Well, it it's mm, yes, I agree that that is most likely the traveler. It is not but, spelled out for us that that is the traveler yeah. or some sort of like fail safe within the ghost or that's Something, that's the one yeah. part. Like yeah, yeah, I I think it's the traveler speaking, but. I, I can't say it's not. I, like, oh, the only thing, the only thing I'm saying is like just to manage our expectations, uh, listener, listeners, mine. Um, they didn't expressly say it, and there's been stuff that we thought was was pretty like, oh yeah, this makes perfect sense before, and then they then when they spell it out, it's like, oh yeah, psych. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, assuming that is the traveler speaking, then it's spoken mm -hmm. a little bit. It doesn't def it doesn't like the disciples. Which I do think it's great now that they've kind of canonized the disciples, not canonized, but like the disciples are a thing, which now explains why the collapse was so chaotic. And like, we have different accounts. We have like, you know, Ada's, the founders, their mm -hmm. account. We have Cade's account. We have other people's accounts of like all this different crazy stuff happening at once. And we're just like, oh, which is the truth? But now we know they're all true because all of the disciples were there T-posing on us, you know, doing like Rolf <laughs> was probably here doing stuff. And Disciple McGee was over there and, you know, all these different disciples wrecking havoc and doing stuff, which is really kind of terrifying. I mean, we killed, killed Rolf, so I'm curious to see if we'll see any other disciples. I mean... You know, Rolk might have been the first. It didn't say he was the last. True. <clears throat> so I think it'd be interesting if, uh, you know, especially as we move in to the final shape and beyond light and dark, I, I think it'd be interesting to learn more about the pyramid infrastructure or at least about the witness. Because for all we know, disciples could be like either precursors or like it, it could be some way to become part of whatever the witness is. Um, and so like it, it might be able to work both ways too. It might be able to be like, all right, well you beat this guy who couldn't quite do it yet. Boom. Like <laughs> what happens if I break off this piece of myself? Yeah. And now you got to fight that. That's just a taste of my power though. Unlimited power. <laughs> no, I'm so weak. Ha <laughs> ha, unlimited power. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, okay, so... So Savathun and, and you know, uh, Imaru, subsequently, have been capturing these lights and storing it in. I love that they're storing it in those uh, those sort of bells yeah. that you, uh, you see through all... Because that was, I don't know if... Uh, I'm sure you remember, Lucy, but, uh, but listeners, if you don't remember... For a while there, before we got to that part in the in psyops, I was thinking that was maybe like an oversoul type thing because it had it had like a similar mm. like look to it. Yeah, for a sure. Similar similar vibe, but uh, that turned out to be how they stored the lights. So they're storing it for the wellspring. We are both allowing and disallowing them to do it i think by the end of psyops what we we've pretty effectively like put a stop to them harvesting guardians yeah but um one thing though is i think originally the original plan was to use the light for wellspring and then once savathun kind of went gone adios because we we now have her bot the hidden have it in i guess like a freezer or something i don't know mm -hmm. like her body is in a, in a safe, 
locked key, you know. Nobody gets in. I mean, maybe Ikora. I don't. I don't know. And I think once Savathun is now in our custody, I think their plan shifted to now manifesting the throne world in the real world, so then they could win. I guess. That's well. That's what the last, the final science is. We're stopping the ritual to manifest Savathun's throne world in reality, which. I mean, that's, that sounds pretty bad, I think. Yeah. Well, yeah, they were trying to... Well, I think it also it also had to do with... Uh, you know, there's also this contingent of... I think that takes place before... No, 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 that would take place... That would take place canonically after when the raid happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's in, the fi- that's in the fifth week. So I think that makes sense. You know, they were waiting... Plan shifted, right? They yeah. were... Once they realize... You know, the, the threat from Rolk is gone. They're like, yo, let's take our power. Because they're kind of sequestered. That's that's the one thing about the throne world is 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 uh, they're able to bask in and sort of operate under uh, Sabathun's influence. It, it, it persists even, even with her death. But they're not really, you can't really launch anything from there without, bra- like, it, maybe, oh shit, do you think what they were trying to do was a little bit of inversion? Maybe. Invert the throne world. Huh. Save the cheerleader. <laughs> if anyone, if anyone understood that reference, I will send you a sticker. <laughs> oh, first come, first serve. While supplies last. <laughs> the uh, I could I could see that as interesting too. Because it's not the only thing that Amaru does uh, after Sabathun dies. Um, you know, Amaru also goes looking at other... What I'm going to say... Gosh. Like, pyramid weapons? Kind of like the glaive? That's that's Because that's, that's once you finish the the hidden investigation board... You that's when you start getting the quest for the uh for the exotic glaive that uh, is unique to each class. So like the you only have to complete the board once. Uh, then it, uh, the ones for your other two characters can drop in uh, wellspring activities. But uh, the first time you complete the board, you do all the little uh, different investigatory steps, and it leads you to. It kind of gives you a little bit of insight. Um, as to how much Amaru is willing to escalate things now? Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, at the end of that, but I think I think that kind of goes back to maybe their attempt to bring the throne world into our world. Mm-hmm. Kind of lends well, yeah. itself to that because then I think they can like start launching from it and just pouring out these like little yeah, pipe. Definitely, definitely. Or maybe assuming this is like a. Um, let's say hypothetically, this is Amaru's plan. Amaru needs to get Savathun's body back. Where is Savathun's body most likely held? Earth. That's why they were on the moon, because the moon is a nice little staging point to Earth. <laughs> it just makes sense. Also, something else I thought. What Amaru was doing in the uh, that quest was he was trying to replicate resonance. What we were, how we're able to just craft weapons. That's like kind of a thing you can only do at that relic on Mars. Yeah. What Imar was trying to do was using the Osium fragments to try to, and the resonant runes, to try to do weapon crafting for the hive. And weapon crafting, I mean, you can make some pretty broken guns like the raid grenade launcher with enhanced ambitious assassin and enhanced chain reaction. That's pretty stupid. Mm. Like, you can go... If the Mm -hmm. Hive got that kind of capabilities, they could make, like, you know, thorn weapons that can just... One shot. One shot. Oh, you're dead. You're dead. Like, (laughs) they can make some pretty powerful weapons. So, like... I think, basically, Amaru was trying to do... a lot at once. He has a list of contingency Mm. plans. If this fails, do this. If this fails... If, 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 if... A lot of if statements... If then. Yeah, if then, if then. (laughs) 
I hope you wrote that in an easy language <laughs> for automation. Hopefully. <laughs> Then we get then we get on then we get to the other side. It turns out he's just a query expert. He doesn't even maintain the database. He's just yeah. How do I look this up? <laughs> ah, their psyche uses Java, the worst of all languages. <laughs> Sorry. Oh. Okay. So with that, I think I think the ultimate. The ultimate thing is that through that we haven't really touched on yet is even though the missions themselves seem a little par for the course, a little like, oh, yeah, hi, we're doing fucked up shit to Guardians. Like, what's what's so weird about that, Taylor? Is that I think we touched on this earlier. When we capture these Hive Guardians, we go in, we like we mind bend our way with the with the with the help of uh, scions into their head we very violently free them of Savathun's influence and then one thing that i always that kind of struck me is we kill their ghost in their brain in their head yes. yeah does that mean we sever their connection to the light if we kill I, like their ghost in their head i think it i think it fucks with them because yeah, I that's... think it's definitely like if some if some hive guys just like went in my brain, beat me up a bunch in my head, and then just took my ghost and went crunchy crunch, I, I yeah. would be a little morally like dead. I would just be like depressed and like uh, this seems so. bad. Yeah, like I'm. I know a lot of like crow the whole. Not the whole season we had Crow's perspective of, hey, maybe we shouldn't be doing this. And then and then Saladin's perspective or hey, an act of mercy can lead to unintended consequences. Which mm-hmm. I think they are both correct. They're both right. Cause Crow's right. Like if we do too much bad things, we kinda lose ourselves. We kinda lose Like, why are what makes us the good guys if we do Really, really bad things. And yes, in that little story, Saladin said he did do an act of mercy. However, I'm not saying it's his fault that all of those people died. However, if he had (laughs) actually taken care of the child instead of just saying, oh, yeah, here you go, bye, have fun. If he had, like, you know, brought her to the Iron Temple and, you know, like, or put her in the care of, like, actual Iron Lords instead of just explain to this is what makes an iron lord an iron lord uh mm-hmm. go have fun kid like but, <laughs> good luck good luck and like he didn't really notice there were like some signs especially if you read the lore book in act of mercy it kind of goes a lot more in depth with what happened where how like when saladin was killing all of the bad guys the first time it mm-hmm. turns out that she was he told her to hide and not look but she ended up looking anyways. And she was kind of mm-hmm. like excited slash not horrified about Saladin just, you know, pulverizing people with the light. She was like, oh, that's mm. so cool. Violence. Gotta so like me some of that. She was all the I'm not saying she was always evil or always bad, but I think she always had that kept the the every everyone has the capacity for violence. That's just I just think if Saladin had done a better job of teaching her and maybe checked in on her a couple times instead of checking on her that one time and then not checking in on her for like years and years and years and years and years. I'm just saying both, they're both to blame. They can both be right. Saladin and Crow. Because like, personally, I think Crow is right. Crow is right because, you know, forcefully going into someone's mind and beating them up, severing their connection with the light, maybe, and then putting them in this alive but dead stasis. That's kind of messed up. But on the other hand, from Saladin's perspective, they are our enemy. And we need to understand what's going on. So it's like, it's like they're both... True, 
I think. Hmm. I'm not sure. What do you think, Taylor? Are you Team Saladin or Team Crow? Uh. This is a joke. It's. Yeah, it's a weird. Is a, I'm I'm Team uh, Salidal. Is. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that's who I am. <laughs> it's it's a tough one. I I think I think it's I think you're right. It's it's definitely a hard decision because these these are, you know, resurrected or not, these are these are enemies who are actively stealing, stripping, and killing fellow human guardians. Yeah. And to have them in this sort of state where they aren't dead but not alive. And I'm thinking, you know, I worry because I think we did kill their ghost. Yeah. Because after Crow tries to free them, he ends up killing everybody. Yeah. Like it, it, the, the big deal is the scion, but he killed, he killed the hive too. Like freed them. Right. And I'm, I would, I would imagine if they had ghosts or maybe it's a similar situation where the ghost gets away. Because it doesn't really show us killing the ghost either. But, um, like, they stay dead. They don't get rest. Now mm. that they're actually, like, dead. And so it's a pretty... Like, what you were doing to them on its face, I would agree. Like, what we were doing, like, having them trapped in this, like, invasive sort of a uh, mind space. Yeah, that's... Yeah, that's probably some kind of war crime. But it's not war crimes if you win. Sorry, it's well, a terrible I mean, joke. Yeah. No, no, no. It's, yeah. a, it's a joke. <laughs> but, it's a terrible joke. But well, well, I mean, but but at the same time, like if how like I've also never been in that kind of a desperate situation. I've never been to where like, hey, there's we're down to one city and like everything's closing in all around us and now these guys are taking away not only uh, you know, like fellow people, but they're taking away like the people who can actually protect everyone else that's left. Yeah. Ooh. That, yeah, yeah that's, that's, seems... that's, that's rough. Yeah. And so I kind of, I don't know what I would do. Because I feel like a lot of, a lot of Crow, what Crow is acting through is them remembering Aldrin's memories. Yes. I think, I think Aldrin, Crow, is trying to atone for what Aldrin did. And let's be honest, he didn't know that pushing that button would kill the Scion. He didn't know. He didn't know. But also, I feel like Crow is trying... He feels so guilty for what Aldrin did that he kind of wants to die. He's kind of in this, like, self-destructive, catastrophizing thing. Like I've mm-hmm. I've I've been there where I've been like really self destructive. I'm like, man, I suck. I'm the worst. You know, like I don't deserve this. I don't deserve that. Like I I know what that's like, and I that's why I just want to be like, hey, let's protect old. Let's protect Crow. He's not old. Yeah, he's not. I like Aldrin. that the. Uh, I just want to hug. I him. like that the more that time goes on, pretty much the tower, like not not just the uh, the leaders of the tower or the vanguard, but the tower as a whole seems to be. Accepting that he is Crow, not Aldrin. Well, not everybody. Even, well, not everyone, but it's it's been more and more gradual, right? Amanda certainly doesn't. Well, no, 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 because that the um the thing where she's crying, why did it have to be him? I'm pretty sure that takes place last season. Yeah. Well, she knows. That's back now. when she, she like first found out. Yeah. She knows now, uh, but now, but now she she kind of is all like, mm, like making snide comments towards him about him. Oh. That sparrow's fit for a prince, huh? You know, she's mad. She can't separate Crow from Old. That's her problem. I thought she had kind of gotten over it at the end of last season, or, or like gotten gotten to the point where she was taking steps. Obviously, she's not perfect. Um, you know, you can't just like turn something like that off, and that that's that's a good nod to the writers there too. Just realizing even if someone's like telling you they're going to try to do better, it doesn't mean that they're going to one be like great about it. But it's not like flipping a switch. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I definitely hope that Crow and Amanda kind of work through it because I thought their banter and stuff was really cute. 
I liked them too. I liked uh, a lot of people wanted to uh, wanted to ship them, but I, I was just kind of here like Amanda is so damn independent. Yes. That I can't really see her. I could see her hooking up with someone. I can't see her in a relationship. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, and Crow's kind of like he's in. It, what I love about it is he's in that awkward place that I don't think he can tell. I'm not saying Amanda is, but he can't tell if someone's flirting with him. He's, he's oblivious. That's why no we idea. have to protect him. He's oblivious. He's a poor lost <laughs> puppy. Mm. Yeah, so he's... Oh, itch my eye, sorry. So that's that's an interesting thing. I, I guess to round it off, I don't know how I would have acted, but then again, I don't know that I would have been even let it on that type of... Uh, thing um even if i like were my guardian and everything were real so yeah i don't uh i like how it shook out i like that we didn't necessarily lose anyone what we did was we gained a stronger alliance through yeah. the hardship because saladin understands saladin was just like oh you guys are warlike huh i'm gonna out war you and he got i will be the to, better yeah yeah he no, got that, promoted that from brackets so to valis in a week in a week <laughs> like he like he got there and all these other cabal like this guy's nothing this salad and forge guy nah he's 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 a wimp he's a loser i'm gonna show More him like what's Brackus what bitch yeah he's cringy <laughs> they, they were they were you know talking smack and like all right yeah bright's approving let's go uv me let's go let's go and Saladin's like all right bet I got the light. You don't. <laughs> ding, ding, mother trucker. Winning. It's murder. <laughs> Pretty much. Oh, I love it. I think, yeah, no, he, he, he went in and for anyone who doesn't know, like the last, the last cutscene you get is him going off and he's Brackus, but the last like message you get is an update a week later. Where it gets relayed to you, and then I think you also get some uh, some in-game lore that you can yes. read from from an item. But uh, where <laughs> you you learn that he fought one of her other uh, valises, one of her valises, and he like destroyed this guy. And after being challenged to single combat, but apparently he like wasn't the first guy that was just like the highest rank guy. He's like getting tired of it. He's like trying not to like kill everyone <laughs> just to survive. There. He's like he's like please, I don't want to kill everyone. I don't want to make <gasps> Kaito mad. I'll just uh, mm -hmm. beat you up. But this guy was probably just like really annoying and he just Yeah. So I, I really I really like how he's been able to thrive, like sort of taking the uh what the Iron Lords had to be, like real like honor duty bound, and then applying that to being a sort of uh ambassador slash uh Valis on Kyle's war table. Yeah, I think I think this is going to work out very well, like, story-wise, and I think just as, like, political moves for The Last City. Uh, Aces. Aces. Couldn't have worked out better. Like, in a lot of ways, maybe we should thank Crow. Maybe Crow and For being oblivious. Thanks, Crow, <laughs> for being oblivious and everything works out. Like, we even mm -hmm. saw that, like, Saladin is, like, doing, like, an Iron Banner mini version for the Cabal so that they can get stronger, too. I just can't mm -hmm. wait for like one time like a drop pod comes in and it's a gold and green ballast and he's like iron banner colors and we're like ah oh, he's, he's one he's one of I he's one of uh Brachus Forge's iron uh war beasts. So that's what he's he calls uh... that's his that's what he calls his uh his legion, the iron war beasts. The, the iron lords. It. It's it's so great. It's so great. I'm just imagining him with a giant uh, cabal, giant maybe the cabal dog. Yeah. Giant oh, oh, yeah. Like he's got his own war beast that he's sending up, but then he's got like the giant gun because he he put the uh, he left the uh, which. By the way, we gotta get at least as an ornament. We got we gotta get that axe, but I finisher, assume can yeah. be used as a glaive. Yeah. Or a finisher. Oh, por qué no los dos? Yeah. Why not both? Why not both? <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. That's what I want. Okay, but yeah, I think I think all in all. You know, the uh, it was really smart how they interconnected the uh, Wellspring with the PsyOps cause, and, and kind of like stemmed those two and then Vox Obscura from that same uh, Divergent story thread from the the main narrative of Witch Queen, mm -hmm. which is like our, our fight uh, with, uh, with Sabathun, et cetera, et cetera. 
yeah, just total aces to the to the writing team. I think I think this fit perfectly. It's one of those things where you're not trying to fit the lore in the right lore shaped hole to get it into the box and and make it make sense. What you're doing is you are fleshing out the entire broader picture. True. Mm. And seeing what's happening at all ends. So I I, I want to say in a lot of ways this is the first release slash season to go along with it where i think they executed it uh executed it so well so yeah kudos kudos uh as to that um lucy you got you got any final thoughts final thoughts um no i think i think uh everything's pretty straightforward i think we covered everything uh i'm really excited to see if we uh get any more that was more of like a Lucent Hive themed stuff. I kind of hope we get some more Lucent themed stuff. Yeah. I think that makes sense. Um, you know, they're, they're not going anywhere. They can't die. So. Yeah. <laughs> I think, I think we'll have some, some contingent or persistent thing again about them too. And it's really, it's really funny. Uh, what is it? The, uh, the light blade. We also don't get his ghost. So that's Ooh, two. And Maru true, 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 and whoever true. his ghost is, gone. Yeah. So maybe maybe we hesitate too. Maybe maybe we're like that Hivey boy. Mm. Didn't want to crush the ghost in its hand. Um, I think those can kind of count for my final thoughts too. I think I think this fit really well. Oh. Lucy, you got you got any shout outs for us this week? Uh, no. Pretty much makes sense. Oh, yeah. Oh, you got any shout outs? My, yeah, actually. Uh, for those of us, um, those of you who are kind of big into the uh, the lore community there, uh, you probably heard or saw this week that Focus Fire Chat has, it won't be coming back. It's uh, coming to an end uh, after, I think, they six years. Oh, wow. Yeah, of doing, of doing the show, um, and there's a message from Blue out there. Uh, you know, I, I first got into Destiny Lore, Lucy, I don't know if you knew this, by uh, going to their Discord and their, like, hanging out in their community. Um, and a lot of what they cultivated there inspired inspired me to, uh, to, to be here with you uh, on this show. Aww. And, yeah. And so it 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 is it is kind of bittersweet to uh to see him go away but I get, you know, life happens and people things change, people change and sometimes it's just time to move on. Yeah. Uh so to uh gosh, and I hope I don't forget anyone to uh to Justin Sane, to Steeman Willie Beeman, to uh Blue Crew 86, to Orchid, um to uh it was a Bearded Grizzly to uh, Mal, um, gosh, uh, and and I don't. Oh, uh, uh, Pen Pen's Halo too. Just a big big part of their community. Uh, even even if he wasn't uh, on the show outside of uh, Halo episodes, but uh, yeah, um, I know you guys aren't gone forever, and and uh, you know I, I do I do cherish your uh, your friendships uh, yours and all the ones I made through your your space in the lore community but uh, best of luck to all of you man you guys you guys uh, I think I posted this on Twitter but you guys you guys left us better than you found us so thank you yeah. for sure for sure so yeah with with that everyone I think I think that's a great place to uh, to to start talking to you the listener treat yourself have you been hydrating I would like you to be appropriately hydrated and and temperate um do nice things for your back i don't care how old you are you you only got the one <laughs> at least till they design like some kind of sexy robot back yes <laughs> that you can you can get uh for a premium but uh yeah no take take care of yourself take care of each other and uh you know uh, if you're in the hemisphere moving into uh into summer into uh in Having having a nice uh, wishy washy weather spring. Uh, yeah, get excited. I think uh, I think it's gonna be nice and pretty, and I'll be I'm certainly anxious to uh, to get a little outdoors again. After just a long time, <laughs> really doing anything. Uh, 
<laughs> so yeah, with that, guys, we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Toodles. That's off, Guardians. That's it for this week's discussion. Have any questions or comments about this episode? You can reach out to us on Twitter, at SpinFoilTheory, or write us an email at SpinFoilTheory at gmail.com. If you'd like to read our show notes, check out articles, listen to past episodes, and more, be sure to pay us a visit over at our website, SpinFoilTheory.com. The Lord Network.